This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. And that's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. We want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. Good morning, Santa and hello, country, and welcome to the Call Demasi Sports Report presented to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3. Point three FM WSEG and it's all powered by that Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Hey, I'm Carl Demasi and I'm glad I'm back and I'm glad you could join me for another week of the Carl Demasi Sports Report right here in Savannah, Georgia, beautiful Savannah, Georgia. And once again, I'm happy to be here. Last week I had a weekend, I had a week off. Very, very nerve-wracking uh, Saturday last week. Uh, maybe I'll get to it later on in the show, but uh, once again, it's Father's Day week. I mean, it, you know, what better way to have a Father's Day weekend than talking about local sports? And that's what it's all about, local sports. And like I say every weekend, thank you for joining me, whether it's for five minutes, 15 minutes, the whole show. It's all about Savannah, Georgia, Savannah, Georgia sports. You got something to say. We have phone lines. The phone line here in Savannah, Georgia, to get on air with me is 912-920-4441. Give me a call. Let's see winning the state baseball championship. We got... Uh, summer camps going on all over the place. Savannah State putting on a football camp yesterday, and they got their local uh, team camp this weekend. And, I mean, Armstrong over there with the girls' basketball team camps, and there's a lot of things going on, and we want to know about it. So it just doesn't have to be football, basketball, baseball either. It could be about any sport you want to talk about. I mean, I'll talk about any sport you want to talk about. Golf, tennis, uh, rowing, uh, crew. We got that all here in Savannah, Georgia. Let's talk about it. Running events. We got a big running event going on this morning, and I, I think it's pretty exciting because this uh, this group has really got into the recreation part of uh, Savannah, and people don't know much about it, so I'm just going to mention to you. I don't have a guest on it, but once again, it leads me right into the guest on the show. They make it happen. They're the ones that make this happen. They're the ones that got to tell you about sports uh, going on here in Savannah, Georgia, and I got to thank them every week they come on. We'll start off in the second quarter of the first hour. Like I say, I like to play two games. The first game is from 9 until 10, and then we go 10 until 11. We'll start off with in the second quarter with the Oglethorpe Speedway, director of sales and promotion. Great guy, comes on every year. It's probably one of the sports that goes under the radar, but it, it, it's crowded every Friday night over there at the Oglethorpe Speedway. We'll talk about the events that are going on this uh, summer. Last night was Military Appreciation Night, two for one to get in. I mean, great job, packed house. Then we're going to get into quarter three, and you got to get dirty. This is the third annual JCB Mud Run. We'll talk to the coordinator and promotions over there at JCB, and that's Meg Alberson. And then we'll close out the first hour in the fourth quarter just talking about local stuff, PGA, U.S. Open, uh, Bacon Park, unbelievable. Uh, Stephen Weeks usually comes on the columnist, but uh, he's up at the U.S. Open in Pinehurst. Uh, pretty nice deal going to the U.S. Open in Pinehurst. I hope he's enjoying it. Second hour, 10 until 11, we'll start. Of course, we'll open it in the first quarter with all local news, scores, updates, and what's going on here in Savannah, Georgia. And uh, then we'll go to 
in the second quarter. The Weatherton Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. I've tried hard to get this guy on, but, you know, with my schedule, his schedule, winning a state baseball championship, playing travel baseball. But we got our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic of the Week from Benedictine, only a sophomore, well, it'll be a junior next year, but a sophomore pitcher, Chipper Wiley. Chipper Wiley also was the Savannah Morning News Best of Preps Baseball Player of the Year. All region, all everything. Great kid. Can't wait to meet him coming in. Uh, so uh, I'm excited about that. The second quarter, the second hour, which roughly about 10, 17. In the third quarter, the Sandats, the Sandats. I know it's not the Bears, but it's the Sandats, our local professional sport, uh, sports team here. Winning the first half of the Sally, the South Atlantic League Baseball Championship. They're guaranteed a playoff spot. We're in the playoffs again, and we'll talk to the man that's been behind us for the last three years, Luis Rojas, the manager from the Savannah Sandats in the third quarter, about 1035, and then we'll close out the show. So we got a lot to do. Beautiful day outside. Get out there, play some golf, some tennis, do whatever you got to do, some running. You got to love it. And let's go to our professional sport here in the state of Georgia that's going on right now. It's baseball. Okay, we got the Braves. The Braves winning 4-3 last night. Um, great job by uh, Evan Gaddis. Three-run home run, which extends his hitting streak to uh, 13 games over. I, I, I don't know about this, people. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Why can't we call them the Anaheim Angels? Walt Disney World Angels. That's where they're playing. But we got to call them the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Back in the day when I was growing up, it was the California Angels. I wish they would have kept that name. Then they could play anywhere they want in California. All right? But anyway, Evan Gaddis's three-home run extends his hitting streak to 13 games. It was preceded by a solo shot by Chris Johnson, the first to help the Brave starter. And Harang earned his first win ever over the Angels. Jason Hayward, though, exited with, a, uh, with an injury. So he was struck in the hand by C.J. Wilson. And anytime you get hit with a baseball on your hand holding the bat, it's not usually not usually a good thing. But tonight's game, uh, we got to look at the uh, Braves taking on the Angels at Turner Field. Uh, game time is seven fifteen, and uh, the Braves are back in first place. They're back in first place, tied with the Washington Nationals. And I love I love the Braves fans. I really do. It's too early in the season. They're in contention. They're in first place. They're around the lead. Hopefully, everything will work out. They'll be in, in the playoffs. They'll be in a World Series. Too early, people. Too early. I know there's a lot of things going on. We're not hitting the ball. But you know what? The pitching's been steady. Got to love the Braves, though. They're in first place again. And Freddie Garcia, I think, is doing a good job, even though people are putting him down left and right. Uh, So uh, big game tonight. Probable pitches uh, will be Gavin Floyd comes in with a 1-2 record, 2.57 ERA for the Braves, taking on Garrett Richards, hot pitcher for the Angels. He comes in with a 6-2 record with a 3.09 ERA. So uh, we got a good matchup today up there in Turner Field. The Sandats took it on a chin last night. Well, didn't take it on a chin. They walked in the winning runs. So, uh, but they're in first place. They're forty and twenty-one, and uh, great job. Um, so there'll be a doubleheader tonight. Yes, there'll be a doubleheader tonight at Historic Grayson Stadium, starting at five oh five. Get out there, support them. Remember, after the game, it's fireworks Saturday. So the gates will open up at four thirty. It'll be a packed house. There were over twenty-five hundred people there last night. Go support our Sandats. And once again, they're in first place. They won the first half of the Sally division. They'll be in the playoffs in the second half. Now, uh, I want to talk about, uh, while we don't forget, we got the Savannah Junior Golf Association entering its second week. You still can get involved. You got a youngster that wants to play golf. 
Just go to savannahjuniorgolfassociation.com and you can get involved in that. The Savannah Indians, good friend of mine, Edwin Graham, the director of the Savannah Indians, they got their uh, first annual golf tournament going on right now at Henderson. And I got to talk about the Savannah Adult Recreation uh, Group, okay? I mean, you, you heard about the kickball. You heard about flag football. Well, they're holding a wet and wild run, wet and wild 5K run down in Daffin Park. It starts at 10 o'clock. Go sign up. You won't start running till 12 o'clock. They got a pre-race party. They got a post-race party. They got water all over the place. Uh, you can get involved. Course can be anywhere from 20 to $45, 20 bucks to help out a good cause. And all the proceeds go to a charity designated by the Savannah Adult Recreation Group. So uh, get out there right now. 10 o'clock, Daffin Park. That's pretty unique. And plus, you know, we have a kickball league. We have a dodgeball league. We have a flag football league. The Savannah Adult League is heavily involved in local sports. I uh, hate to say PGA. We don't have uh, anybody from Savannah, Georgia involved in it. Brian Harmon had to win the last tournament last week, and uh, he was in the St. Jude Classic. He was up in the leaderboard the whole time, did a great job. Uh, I mean – and it, it, it was fun watching him on the Golf Channel. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch it on Sunday because I was on my way home from uh, Valdosta, Georgia. But, uh, I mean, y- y- you got to love it, okay? Y- y- you got to love following local golfers. We got Gene Sowers playing on a Champions Tour. We got uh, Mark Silvers playing up there on the Canadian Tour. We got Will Epperson playing on the, uh, the Web.com Tour. We got, uh, I know I was, Tim O'Neill in the Web.com Tour. We got a lot of guys from Savannah in, the, in these golf tournaments, and, whether it's the PGA or whether it's the web.com tour, whether it's the Champions Tour. I mean, Savannah is golf. And we'll get more into that in the fourth section or the fourth quarter of my show. Well, this couldn't happen every week without a sponsor. And my sponsor is Optum Orthopedics. Remember, they got 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region. They have a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy, one convenient location, Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care. They're doctor-led and patient-focused, patient-focused. And remember, they support our local athletes and our local sports. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue, right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia. Or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optumhealth.com. That's Optum, O-P-T-I-M, health.com. Well, next up, we're going to talk a little bit about Car racing, okay? Auto racing. It's not NASCAR, but it's been here for over 50 years, people. The Oglethorpe Speedway. And we got sitting in the, uh, sitting in the booth next door. He's, he's b- biting at the chomp to get on here. Great guy. Always a lot of fun to interview. The Oglethorpe Speedway director of uh, sales and promotions, Randall Jenkins. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics, right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head. AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMossi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> And welcome back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 14 and 
AM 1400, 104.3 FM. I'm Carl Demasi. I'm glad you joined me. It's another beautiful day here in Savannah, Georgia. It's sunny air out. We got a lot going on. And, uh, you know, every Friday night in Pooler, right? In Pooler, you can get go, go out there and see America's probably, and in my opinion, you know, I'm, I'm a baseball fanatic. I'm a football coach. But this is America's pastime. Getting on a dirt track getting in a car and racing somebody. I don't care what anybody says. This is something that since man invented cars, and especially it's been a passion here in the United States, and I bet you it's been a passion here in the Savannah area for a long time. Hey, I can remember going to Freeport Speedway when I was a little kid up in Long Island, New York. The place was packed. I mean, it wasn't a dirt track, but, you know, it was something we looked forward to every Friday night. We'd jump in the police, uh, the police boys clubs athletic vans and there'll be 30 of us going over there it was crazy and we whether we sit in turn three turn four turn two wherever we may see it was a lot of fun i like the demolition derby myself but uh haven't seen that around here in a long time so uh we'll see what happens with that but this guy's been involved with the old thought speedway since 2001 started out as an official now he's the director of sales and promotion and i do apologize to randall that Oglethorpe Speedway has been open now for 63 years. 63 years out there in Pooler, that dirt track and everybody loves. And he's joining us now in the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400, 104.3 FM studio. The man that promotes this sport, but I don't think he has to promote it that much because I know people love it. And that's from Oglethorpe Speedway, Randall Jenkins. Good morning, Randall. Good morning. Glad to be here. Hey. Every summer we do this, and I look forward all the time because I know you came in. Coach, how could you be so chipper in the morning? Hey, you're just as chipper as me, and you stayed out late last night because you had racing going on over there at the uh, Speedway. Yes, sir. Uh, we ran a little bit late last night, but I got up this morning and got things going, uh, trying to get motivated. Usually on Saturday mornings, I kind of sleep in because it's long nights on Friday nights, but I got up and come out here just for you, Mr. Carl. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 I love the sport. I love the the basic sport of car racing and getting on a dirt track, you know, and when I was a senior in high school, they had an open stock. You can bring your car in a race, and I had this nice little Toyota Celica. I got my doors blown off because it was four-cylinder. It was a stick shift, and this guy comes in with a with a big block uh, Camaro from six, 1969. But uh, why they matched me up with him, I don't know. But uh, it was a lot of fun, and uh, you, you just got to love it. Now, you've been here since 2001. Tell everybody about Randall Jenkins and what this sport means to you and what Oglethorpe Speedway means to you. Well, I grew up, my dad was into racing, and uh, when I was little um, if it wasn't on tv he'd go out and sit in the pickup truck and listen to it on the radio if he couldn't pick it up he'd pull the truck up to the clothesline i was raised in the country and <laughs> wasn't a whole lot to do so uh back in the early 80s i got into enduro racing and then they offered me a job one night to help watch spot and do some officiating for a couple of nights and that was in 2001 and that one night turned into all these years i've been hanging around there like you say, it's in everybody's blood. Even out here on Abercorn, people pull up to a red light. They're wanting to race somebody at a red light. So it's in the back of everybody's head, racing, the competition about it. It's all for fun and having a good time. You know, and, you know, he says he grew up out in the country. Well, just cross the county line. He's up there in Effingham County out there by Guyton and uh, just cross the line, go over Pooler. And, uh, I mean, it's just, you know, people don't know how much, you know, that this means to a lot of people in the area because it, it's it's not you know it's not NASCAR it's guys that love the sport it's a hobby like you said but it is a sport yes it is it, everybody comes out for the camaraderie and competition to it but it's also um, you're not there to make a living um, it's out for fun some of them leave happy some don't a lot of guys on TV if you watch NASCAR they say I finished in the top ten I had a good day well at Oglethorpe Speedway Park they look at it as 
if I can load or drive my car on the hauler, I had a good night. If I had to get a wrecker to help me, I did not have a good night. So it's a whole different thing. It's and, and dirt track racing is different from asphalt. There's a lot of sliding and a lot of bumping. And when somebody bumps you, you just don't grab the wheel and turn and go back. You got to kind of fight that thing and have some fun. Makes it real exciting for fans. Well, you know, it, it, it definitely is exciting. And, you know, people love watching the crashes. But like you said, you guys don't want to leave there on a, on a wrecker or a tow truck. Uh, but I, I got a question for you, and we'll come back to what Oglethorpe Speeding Speedway is going to be doing this summer. What bothered me the most, watching the uh, Indy 500. I'm a diehard Indy 500 fan. I watch it every year. I can't tell you. I can go back to the wide world of sports, the agony of defeat, and uh, the thrill of victory. But, I mean, these guys got to be athletes. These guys, I mean, you're driving around the track 250 laps. You got to have some sort of stamina. Even the guys that come out here on Friday nights, they got to be in some kind of shape, don't they, Randall? Well, we've we've got um, ages from fourteen all the way up into their sixties at race, and we had a couple of them last night. The first time, uh, one guy was in his sixties, and when he got in the car, <laughs> he was just drenched with sweat because we don't have the cool boxes and the fans and all that. It's, it's dirt track racing. You know, the only air you got is coming through the window, and if you got a helmet on, it's hot. A lot of them get out during the week and work, and they're pretty athletic. We don't, you know, there's not no big slobs or anything, but uh, it's, <laughs> they know to get in that window and get in that car, they've got to be in pretty good shape. Well, you know, um, Oglethorpe Speedway has been going on, uh, has been uh, running since uh, for 63 years, 1951. Uh, it's a great sport. I'm Carl Damasi. You're listening to the Carl Damasi Sports Report. We got the director, of the, sale, the director of sales and promotion from Oglethorpe Speedway right here in our own backyard in Pula, Georgia, Randall Jenkins, and he's telling you what's going on. Last night, big night, military appreciation night. You guys do everything for a lot of different groups. Well, what's coming up next and what's big time over there? Well, this summer, we've got a lot of things coming up. Just this coming up this weekend here, next Friday night, we got the Pool Upon a Diamond Company 440 special. It was rained out on June 6th, so we rescheduled it for this coming Friday. We're also having a kids' boxcar race. The kids build a boxcar, they get in free, and at intermission, we'll take them out on the front straightaway, set up some cones, and let them get out on the track and have a boxcar race. Um, the week after that, we've got our annual Summer Sizzler. We've got the Southern Outlaw Crate Late Model Series coming, and we take the 4th of July weekend off because we know folks want to go out and barbecue and go to the beach with their families, so we give our families time to do that. Then we come back right after that with our mini stock special, then after that we've got the race for the Shrine, the Ailey Shriners race, and after that we've got the Southern Eagle Budweiser Late Model. We've got all kind of great things going on every week, something special during the summer. Want to give people something to do instead of sit around the house or playing video games, get out and come out to the pooler, come see some racing. And you know what? You can find out all this information at OSPRacing.net, OSP, Oglethorpe Speedway, Racing.net, and you can see where all these uh, different events are coming up. And uh, All right, I want to take my family there. You know, what's the cost to get in? Uh, what, what, you have a lot of hot dogs and hamburgers. What's going on as far as for, for family fun? Well, to get in the gate, it's real easy. It's $13 for adults, um, $11 for military and seniors. We always do military and senior discounts. Um, $5 for children 6 through 12, 5 and under is free. We've got a grill that we do Boston butt steaks, ribs, and chicken on. We've got um, oh, full... Whoa, whoa. Boston butt steaks. Yeah. What's that? You take, go down and get the Boston butt and slice it in a little three quarter inch. Just throw it on the grill. It is good. Comes with a plate of <laughs> roll and barbecue sauce. Our concession stand's got hamburgers, cheeseburgers, hot dogs, corn dogs, waffle fries. We got um, ice cold Coca Cola products. We got a full service pub with ice cold Budweiser products. Um, We've got a family section. If you want to come out and bring the family out, you can sit in the family section. There's no smoking and no alcohol out in that section. Um, we are always doing – we've got little cards that we give out at the gate each week for the kids. They can collect them, trade them. After the race, go across the track and get the autographs from the drivers. Just It's all about coming out and having a good time. 
Well, you know, it, it, it's definitely family friendly. And like you said, like Randall just said, that's Randall Jenkins, the uh, director of sales and promotion for Mobile Phone Speedway. You're listening to the call of the Monsey Sports Report. And uh, it is family friendly. They do make sure if you go to that family section that you don't have to worry about anything. Nope. I announced it all night. There's signs right there on the, on the handrails. If something's going on down there, we do have pooler police on site. I just asked one of them to go down there and check it out. And it, it goes pretty Everybody pretty much goes by the rules. Yeah, I've never heard any problems over there. So if you want to bring your family, come out. I mean, it's a lot of fun. The kids will love it. So, uh, I, you know, once again, this is uh, Call of the Monster. We've got Randall Jenkins from Oglethorpe Speedway Park. Uh, so, you know, the summer's winding down. Like you said, these guys come out here for fun. And, you know, if you, you're in NASCAR, if you finish in the top ten, you had a great day. But you also got point systems going on. You do got competitions going on. You have different classifications. So let's explain that to the, uh, to the local fans. Um, our beginner division is actually our Poodle Pond and Diamond Company 440 division. It's pure stock. It's all the way down to a 70 series tire. You just go out and get a four-cylinder car. You take the glass out, put a cage and a seat in it, and you come racing. It's got to be completely stock. You can't alter anything. Then we've got our Savannah Go Mini Mini stocks those are four cylinder most of them are mustangs right now we do have a pickup truck that runs in it you can do a little bit to it then the tnt truck and equipment repair pure stocks those are your big monte carlos eight cylinders the old grocery getters i call them um they're steel body they have to be steel body wow that pure stock bodies on them so those guys do a lot of rubbing and beating and banging um we've got our street super street class which is a little souped up eight they got a little bit more done to the motors and you can run aftermarket bodies and then our southern eagle Budweiser late model division is pretty much the late models like you would see on tv running with bloom quest or some of those on espn um a lot of great choices anybody that wants to get into racing they need to come out and check it out um our 440 division is excellent excellent way to get into racing well you know it sounds like you a lot a lot going on last night was uh Military Appreciation Night. Next Friday night, we're doing... Help me out here, uh, Randall. Next Friday night will be our Pooler Pond and Diamond Company 440 Special and the kids' boxcar race that we rescheduled from June the 6th that what's, got rained what's out. What's a bo- boxcar race? You just take a box and cut it out and paint it like your favorite driver's car, and you strap it on your shoulders, and the kids come and have a good time playing. And we've done it one, um, probably about a month ago. We had close to 18 kids showed up with boxcars. Um, nice. A lot of those pictures are on our website. Um, we've also got a professional photographer at Carla's Picks on Facebook. You can go there and see all kinds of pictures. Now, what time gates open? What time racing starts? Gates open at 6 o'clock. We do hot laps at 6.45. Or racing starts at 8 o'clock. So, once again, Randall Jenkins, always a pleasure having you in here, sir. And uh, you could also find a lot of information. Uh, when Randall posts it, I try to post it on the Call of the Monster Sports Report Facebook page. But all you have to do is go to OSPRacing.net. You can find out about all the information, uh, everything you need to know about Friday night. Take your family. There's a family-friendly section at, at the uh, park. And uh, a lot of good eats, I can tell you that. And uh, I got a body to tell you that when I go there, there's a lot of good eats. Anything else you want to tell the people, Randall? Um, we are there Monday through Friday, just like a regular business. If anybody wants to just swing by the racetrack one afternoon, we're there from 8 till 5, Monday through Friday. And then we race on Friday night. So uh, if you just want to come by and check out the facility during the week or one afternoon when you get off work, swing by. We'd love to have you drop by and check it out. All right. And I always say it's in Pooler. Pooler, exactly where it is, Randall? On Highway 80, just three miles east of 95. There's a big sign out there by the road. We've got a LED reader board. You can't miss it. <laughs> Well, Randy, Randall, always a pleasure. And you're always upbeat as I am, more than I am, because you love what you do. And uh, once again, I appreciate it. And uh, once again, Oglethorpe Speedway, 63 years strong right here in Pooler. You can't beat it. Great Friday night for your family. Get out there, enjoy it. Once again, thanks for taking the time to come in. I know, you know, I had a late night last night, but you're here today this morning. Hey, I love it. I love to get out and talk about racing. I love my job. <laughs> <laughs> no problem getting out of bed for this, man. Once again, Randall Jenkins from Oglethorpe Speedway, the director of sales and promotion, does a great job every Friday night right there on Highway 80 in Pula, three miles west of east, uh, east three east. miles east 
of I-95, okay? So uh, he's helping out, man. He's a man that lives up in Effingham, so he knows. <laughs> we'll be back with, I guess you would say, we'll go from the dirt track to getting dirty next week at the JCB third annual run with the director, the coordinator, Make Albertson. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hillhead, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG. And remember, it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> And welcome back to the Call of Demasi Sports Report presented to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM. Sorry, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. I'm Carl Demasi. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you can listen to me, whether it be for five minutes, 15 seconds. I know you're not going to stay on long. You're not going to listen long. You're going to be in your car. But don't forget that you also, when you get home, you can listen to it on the computer. That's right, at the computer, your laptop, your uh, PC, your PC, uh, wherever you want, at ESPNCoastal.com. That's ESPNCoastal.com. Just go there and click on the Savannah section. You'll see uh, my lovely logo with my lovely face, and uh, you can listen to us for two hours on the uh, computer. You also can, if you have a smartphone, download the ESPN radio app and go to Savannah Hillhead. Listen to us on the smartphone. You also go to TuneIn Radio. We're out there, too, and just go to the star, WSEG, WSEG, or uh, 1400 AM in here in Savannah. So we're all over the place. And, you know, we just got done talking to Randall Jenkins. Got to love him. He's the uh, director of sales and promotion at Oglethorpe Speedway. Every Friday night, there's a race going on. I mean, this guy is always upbeat, loves his job. You can tell that. I, I, he's unbelievable uh, announcing uh, on Friday nights also. So uh, he gave me a shout-out. I, I wasn't there, but I got to appreciate that. But, you know, we're talking about racing on a dirt track. How about running in the dirt? How about running in the mud? Well, this is the third annual JCB Mud Run. You got to get dirty. It's a lot of fun. I've seen the pictures. I'd love to be out there and do it, but, you know, the old knees can't do it anymore. But uh, it, it seems like it sounds like a great time. They got a new event this year. But, you know, I don't know much. much I know a lot about it, but not as much as this lady, this young lady. And she's joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah AM 1400 Let's take back, step back, Coach. ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline, is the coordinator, the director of promotions over there at JCB, Meg Alberson. Good morning, Meg. Hey, how are you, Carl? Hey, it's Saturday morning. I'm talking about getting dirty. What more fun can you have? Indeed. Indeed, indeed. Well, it's the third annual Mud Run, and uh, I don't know if the, the listeners know about this, but this is a big craze here in the United States now that people go out and run a five-mile, ten-mile course, whatever it may be, and you get dirty. Meg, explain why it's so much fun. Well, I, it gives you a, a, an excuse to get out and have some fun, laugh at yourself, laugh at your partner, and um, raise some money for a good cause, and uh, just enjoy the day. Family-friendly fun in the mud. I mean, there's no special requirements to participate, right? Say that again? Are there any special requirements to participate, or you just get out there and do it? 
you just get out there and do it. You don't have to even be in shape. You can walk it. You can run it. Uh, we have, it's, you know, for kids that are eight years old and up. So uh, it's for all different levels of, of activity and age. Well, it, it sounds like talking to a lot of people, they love doing this year in, year out. And uh, Now, if I want to do the race, how far do I have to go? And let's talk about those obstacles because that's what it's all about. Absolutely. We have about 22 obstacles this year. Um, we are not as crazy as some of those with barbed wire and fire and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's definitely a family-friendly event, but we do have uh, 22 obstacles, and they will be challenging, but as challenging as you want to make them. Um, it is about a five-mile course. We've mixed up the course a bit this year, so the people that have done it the two years ahead uh, aren't going to be running the exact same thing, but it's still pretty similar. Um, we have a lot of good water uh, drops and mud drops, and um, it's it's just going to be an amazing course. We've had a year to plan it out, and uh, we've taken full advantage of, of that year. I mean, you know, people love the idea of doing this, but is there is there what, what motivates or what makes this very competitive? Is it considered a race, or it's just to go out and have fun and run run this course? Um, it's actually both. Um, obviously, it is uh, the the goal is to raise money for the Lady Bamford Center and bring the community together and have a lot of fun. Um, but we also, it's definitely a race and we give really amazing, um, trophies out to first and second place finishers. And if you go to the website, you'll see, um, all the different categories that, uh, we will be giving awards for this year. Well, tell, tell us about the different categories. Tell me, uh, what awards they can win if they're interested in doing this. Yeah, we have, uh, been known for our really cool awards, and this year they're even more cool. We are using a 3D printer and uh, building a skid steer award. We posted it on our Facebook page, so you can check it out. It's pretty cool. So first place gets the new skid steer award, and second place gets pretty cool medal. Um, and everybody that runs in it will get one of our rockin' T-shirts. So um, uh, we've got awards for... Um, kids we've got awards for adults we have awards for all boys all girls we have a new award this year for military um and we have a special rate for our military friends and we appreciate everything they do so if you are active duty or even if you're not active duty as long as one person on your two-person team has an id you can sign up for the military discount and I know you were excited about it the other day when we were talking about it, and it's been all over the uh, Facebook page. JCB's Dig the Ride. You, we dig it, you ride it. And uh, I know you were excited about this, and it's a new new event. Let's explain it to the people that are coming. Yep, absolutely. We uh, decided that just putting on a mud run wasn't enough to keep us occupied this year. So we have now added something totally new, which is the Dig the Ride. It's an all-terrain bike course. It's five miles. Um, again, just like... Uh, Putting on the mud run, we have really great equipment, so what better use to make a five-mile single-track off-terrain bike race? So we have a youth division that's 13 to 17-year-olds. We have a novice division, an intermediate and advanced division. So youth and novice go one lap of five miles. Intermediate goes two laps, which is 10 miles, and advanced goes three laps, which is 15 miles. Um, and we're doing first, second, and third place finishes for that. 
The really cool thing this year is if you have registered for the Mud Run, you can register for free for the Dig the Ride. Um, you just go to www.digtheride.com, and when you register at checkout, you can use promo code MUDRUNRIDER, and you can register for free. No, not a bad deal. Two races for the price of one. That's a good deal, and I know uh, you got a lot of people always coming out there. How many people do you think will show up, or how many people have registered already? You know, registration is going up every day. I just checked it this morning, and we've already had about 15 new teams uh, since about 7 o'clock this morning. So we are capping registration at 3,000 runners this year. Um, You have a week. You can register online up until Thursday, and you can register in person even um, up to right before the race at JCB on Saturday. Well, once again, if you're interested, once again, just go to jcbmudrun.com. You can find out all your information. You can still register up until Thursday, June 19th. It's a lot of fun. A lot of people involved. Uh, they got to cap it off at 3,000 people because there's uh, just not enough room for more, right? That's right. We have a lot of space, but uh, 3,000 is is our cap. Obviously, you can come out and um, don't if you don't want to get muddy, you can come out and watch everybody. Spectating is free. If you want to take part of the big uh, party pit and have all the <laughs> drink that you can stand, you can also make a $10 donation to the Lady Bamford Center, and then you can also participate in um, all, all the chow you can handle. <laughs> hey, that's right. And there's a big post-race party, uh, dirt party, whatever you want to call it. And uh, once again, all the proceeds go to the Lady Bamford Center for Early Child Development. It's a great deal, great cause. Meg, you're doing a great job with it. I know I've talked to about 20, 30 people. They're excited about being out there next Saturday. And uh, it sounds like you're going to have a good old time down there. Absolutely. We're excited to see everybody and bring the community together for a good cause. Meg, once again, always a pleasure. Thanks for coming on early on a Saturday morning. And uh, once again, I know you'll be out there getting dirty. Keep it up and uh, try and stay a little clean. You got it. Thanks a lot, Carl. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optimal Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> and welcome back to the Call Damasi Sports Report right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton. AM 1400, 104.3 FM. And once again, like I say, every Saturday morning, it's great to be here to talk about local sports. And uh, riding in today, uh, passing uh, Bacon Park Golf Course, U.S. Open. I mean, that rookie on the U.S. Open is tearing it up. He's minus 10 after two rounds. Uh, It's uh, Tiger-esque, as you would say. Tiger Woods not playing in it due to his uh, back injury. But uh, going past Bacon Park, I'm excited. I mean, going back to the original 18 holes and uh, just seeing seeing the course from the the, uh, Truman Parkway or uh, Eisenhower Drive now, it's unbelievable. O.C. Welch and uh, 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 Don Carlisle are doing a great job out there, getting that course to look like it is and – I'm excited, I mean, because that's the only golf course I get to play on because, you know, finding time to go to Henderson or uh, Savannah Country Club or knowing someone that belongs to the country club is is kind of tough, the Wilmington Island Club. So I'm just a hacker. So once or twice a summer, I'll get out there, and I can't wait to see what Bacon Park looks like. Uh, so, uh, But the U.S. Open's going strong, and uh, this guy I haven't talked to in about two or three weeks. He's been uh, going back and forth for weddings and uh, other uh, 
obligation he has, but he's our host on Thursday nights here during the football season, high school first look with uh, the local uh, preview of all the local football games going on. He does a great job, and it's uh, my paisan down there in the Golden Isle at the Golden uh, Mall in uh, Brunswick is P.J. Zuko. What's up, P.J.? Hey, man, it's been a while. Feels good to be back. Yeah, it's back in the saddle again there, buddy, but uh, you, you've been running all over the place. Yeah, yeah, I've been everywhere. Um, I mean, a couple weeks ago, I had one of my good friend's weddings down here, uh, so that was a good time. Then went up to Indiana uh, for a, a mission trip, then uh, went over to the motherland, Pennsylvania, for my brother's wedding, uh, was in that, and uh, had a good time there. Good to see him get married um, and, uh, it, it was just, it was just a really good time. It was a, it was a good and very, very busy couple of weeks. And I'm definitely happy to be back. Um, kind of getting my feet under me back at work uh, as I, uh, Wednesday was my first day back. So, um, it, it's been good, man. And, and like I said, happy to be right here, listening to your show and, uh, had a good for, had an awesome first two couple of guests. Very, uh, interesting things that are happening around savannah and of course you know me i, I love the racing so i need to get out to uh that dirt track sometime i mean it's pretty unique pj i know you're big into nascar you could tell me what number every race car driver is and i could tell you jeff gordon's 24 i could tell you that much there you go <laughs> but uh i mean yeah it, it's it's back to the basics when you talk about car racing i mean it's on a dirt track uh 63 years strong i mean what more what more can you want especially if you're a local guy and you're interested in car uh you know car racing i mean gets back to the basics exactly that i mean that's you know where it all started that's i think everyone has a hometown story of just when they were young oh, maybe not everyone but uh everyone from the country or or uh from these parts from where i'm from up in pennsylvania we had a dirt track about 10 minutes away where uh, 10 15 minutes away where if you wanted to have a good time on a friday night uh, they brought us out to the dirt track and had some fun. And, and I mean, every, I I feel like almost everyone has memories of that. And like you said, that's where it all started. It, getting down to the basics, guys are racing. Um, guys have nine to five jobs during the week, but they're also racing there on Fridays, um, trying to put food on the table and trying to raise some money. So uh, it, it's definitely definitely a good time. And when you think about how much they put into it, uh, you appreciate it a lot more as well. Well, you know, I, I can remember, and I'll never forget Freeport, Freeport Raceway, where I grew up on Long Island, and uh, it just uh, amazed me that they did away with it. And I know we're down to the uh, two-minute drill here, about a minute and a half to go. And uh, quickly, uh, ESPN uh, Radio, Savannah Hill, they had putting together their, uh, I guess you would say, fall football Friday night game of the week. You got to be uh, getting ready for that big time, right? Oh, yeah, getting geared up, trying to get myself prepared for it. Last year was my first year. Um, with that that big of a show and I'll, I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to it this year can't wait to see all the new headlines in uh, high school football here around these parts and Savannah obviously looking to do it big as uh, the, the closest to a state championship last year was Calvary Day but I, I guarantee that we're going to have some more teams making some really deep runs this year. Uh, I'm excited about it. We got a bunch of new coaches uh, coming in, taking over new programs. Uh, Mike Martin at Windsor Forest, Sean Simpson at Islands High School, Tony Welch at Savannah High, uh, Jim, Jim, Jim Eads at uh, Richmond Hill, uh, James Eads at Richmond Hill. Just a lot of new coaches coming in, new different schemes. It's going to be really exciting, and uh, I look forward to working with you and ESPN Radio again, doing a Friday night game, and we'll see what happens from there. But uh, I know we got to go to break. PJ, always a pleasure. We'll bring you back at the end of the show, buddy. Hey, sounds good. Stay tuned.
Hour number two is coming up. You're listening to the Call of the Massey Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. We got the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week in hour number two. That's Benedictine sophomore pitcher Chipper Wiley and the ball coach himself, Luis Rojas. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> This has been the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. This is the Carl DeMasi Sports Report. Excited to be back here again to talk about local sports. That's what the show's about, local sports. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics. You want to hear about your favorite local athlete, your favorite local team, your favorite local high school, middle school, Pop Warner football team, YMCA basketball team, City League. That's what it's all about. Let's talk about it. Let's let people know about it. On ESPN Radio, Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400, and FM 104.3. <laughs> Savannah and Hilton Head, of course, the Low Country. Welcome to hour number two, or game number two of the Call Demasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optimal Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400 and 104.3 FM, WSEG, and it's all brought to you by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Now, you hear me say the Southern Pigskin Radio Network every week, if you're listening, Go to, go, go, go to uh, the internet, southernpigskin.com. You want to find all the information about college, pro, local sports, football. Football, that is. Not all sports. Football, that is. They do a great job. B.J. Bennett, one of the guys on uh, our daily show, Monday through Friday, three and out. Kevin Thomas is the host. You got B.J. Bennett and Matt Osborne, who are big, big contributors to southernpigskin.com. Great articles about college football. They know their stuff. And once again, you got to listen to them, and it's on every every. Uh, they're on every day, Monday through Friday, from three to six, right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah and Hilton Head, AM fourteen hundred one hundred four point three FM. And I'm called Demasi. I'm glad you could join me. It's Saturday morning. It's beautiful out. Game number two is started. Hour number two, okay, and we go from ten until eleven, and we just talk about local sports. We'll get into national sports if you want to. Just give us a call at nine two zero four 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 one. 920-4441. If you're not at home, you get in your car, just go to ESPN Radio, AM 1400 or 104.3 FM. If you uh, can't get that, go to your phone. We have two apps. We have the ESPN Radio app, and just download it on your smartphone, and then just click on Savannah Hilton Head. And then, of course, you can go to TuneIn Radio. Same thing, but they're under WSEG. That's the call letters, WSEG, on TuneIn Radio, and you can listen to us today. So you can listen to us everywhere. And, I mean, mass media, social media is unbelievable now. And when I was growing up, you'd have to, you know, sneak your transistor radio and hide from your parents at nighttime so you can listen to the games at night. Yeah, I'm the old ball coach. I've been around for a while. Back in the day, that's what we did. I've never – I mean, the explosion, the the growth of social media is unbelievable. Facebook, Twitter, uh, smartphones. you got a little computer in your hand. It's just such such a – Unbelievable, unbelievable. All the sports information you want, you can get at the touch of a finger. And right here in Savannah, Georgia, on ESPN Radio, we give you all the local sports and all the national sports you want. Once again, I'm excited. We got a new new studio being built over in the Savannah Mall right next to the Bass Pro Shop on the first level in Santa Court. Can't wait to get over there and and work over there and uh, people can walk by and see what's going on. Hey, uh, and it's going to be top 
top-notch, state-of-the-art radio studio, radio stations, whatever you want to call it. And uh, uh, Charlie Kay, the uh, guy that runs the whole show, doing a great job getting it done. Michael Maurer, our uh, sales rep, uh, our director of sales, is uh, always always out there in the public. So uh, say hello to him. And uh, when it's open, come by and see the ESPN studio. Uh, hour number two. Okay, we've already talked uh, in hour number one. i got to thank the director of sales and promotion from Oglethorpe Speedwell, Randall Jenkins. Every Friday night at Oglethorpe Speedway, you can get some exciting dirt racing. Uh, been around for 63 years, and it's still going strong. Last night was Military Appreciation Night. Get out there and check it out. Friday night, skates open at 6. Racing starts at 8. And then, of course, good, good person to get to know. Uh, she's a lot of fun, loves what she does, the JCB. Uh, director of uh, promotions and uh, coordinator of the JCB Mud Run. It's the third annual. Just get on uh, the web, and uh, you can still sign up. Uh, registration ends June 19th, but she said they will take wa- walk-ups, but they will cut it off at 3,000 participants at the JCB Mud Run next Saturday, June 21st. All right, on the scoreboard, got to talk about the Braves. We got a lot of Braves fans around here. Last night, 4-3 win over the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. And I know I went on a rant to start the show, but come on. They're in Anaheim. Anaheim. Why can't they be the Anaheim Angels? Okay, why can't they be the California Angels? But that's Major League Baseball. We, we won't go there. They make their rules. But once again, the Braves beat them 4-3. to three. Evan Gaddis hits a three-run homer right behind Chris Johnson's solo homer. That's, he's on a 13-game hitting streak. Evan Gaddis is, is, is a Major League Baseball player. I know we had McCann last year for the past five, six years behind the plate, but this guy... I think is real. Last night he threw uh, runner out at second base. I was pretty impressed. And uh, finally, Aaron Harang beats the Angels for the first time in his career. But of course, on uh, on a typical Braves note, Jason Hayward was hit in the hand uh, at bat by C.J. Wilson. So I uh, haven't heard anything about him yet. So hope Jason Hayward, a uh, big part of that Braves lineup, big part of that Braves team, is is not is not hurt that bad. They're home tonight at Turner Field once again, taking on the. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. All right, the Sand Nats. Our Sand Nats, the first half, Sally League champion. Yes, people, they're in the playoffs again. Come uh, late August, early September, they're battling high school football. I know that, but they packed the house last year. They are the defending Sally League champions. Okay, they uh, lost last night 5-1. Um, in front of almost 2,500 fans. So we're packing the park there. And, you know, you know, we've been fighting the thing that they might leave because we don't have an updated stadium, but now the city's looking into it. I hope they stay there because I'm telling you right now, they've been around here since 1926. Uh, they've been in historic racing stadium since 1941. Got to keep, keep a baseball team here in Savannah, Georgia. It's our only professional sport. Uh, they take on the Green Jackets again tonight in a doubleheader. Gates open at 4.30. First game starts at 5.05. Then, of course, it's Saturday, so it's firework, fireworks night at Grayson Stadium following the game. It's also Boy Scout night brought to you by Arrow Exterminator. Uh, Savannah Junior Golf has started their summer program. Savannah Junior Golf Association, John Sanders is the coordinator. They've started their second week. Go online, Savannah Junior Golf Association, see if you can get your son or daughter involved in it. Yes, boys and girls. Uh, the Savannah and Indians uh, fast pitch uh, doing a fundraiser to, to bring back the Savannah Indians fast pitch softball program for our young ladies in the area that play fast pitch softball. They're having their first annual golf outing right now at Henderson Golf Course. Uh, we also have the Savannah Adult Recreation League is holding their wet and wild 5K run race at Daffin Park right now. It started at 10 o'clock. 
Okay, there are eight wet and wild stations. There's pre-run fun music and contents going on right now. The race starts at 12 o'clock. Then they're going to have a post-race fun with water balloon, a water balloon fight. They have food and drinks, slides, a lot for the kids to do. And you'll get a T-shirt, sunglasses, and water balloons to get involved in the, in the uh, water balloon fight. And that's right now going on at Daffron Park, 1500 East Victory Drive, right next to Grayson Stadium. Uh, right behind Grayson Stadium, and registration is twenty bucks to forty-five bucks. Uh, I don't know, you know, what the cost is for each uh, event. So find out, get out there. You're a runner. You want to get involved? Get involved in it. Uh, we talked about PGA. Uh, Martin Kamers, uh, ten strokes under after two rounds. Ten minus ten after two rounds. Tiger, where are you? Come on, got to get Tiger back here. Make it a little more fun. But uh, this guy's having a great, uh, great PGA Open up there in Pinehurst, and that's where our columnist, the columnist Stephen Weeks, who comes on every week, talks about local golf is. So I don't think we'll have him on the show today. But talking about local golf, Bacon Park is picking up. It's uh, you know getting re, uh, refurbished, uh, renovated, and it looks great. So uh, I'm excited about that. So other than that. That's the first segment or the first quarter of our second hour. And next up, sitting outside in, 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 in the waiting room on deck is our Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week. He is also the Savannah News Morning News Best of Preps Baseball Player of the Year. Only a sophomore, so we got two more years of this young guy. And that's a Benedictine sophomore pitcher, first baseman, Chipper Wiley, waiting to come on. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Call of the Monster Sports Report. This is all brought to you by my sponsor. Without them, this wouldn't happen. Optum Orthopedics. They have 26 of the finest and best trained orthopedic surgeons in the region, a full-service outpatient surgery center, digital MRI, x-ray services, physical therapy, hand therapy in one convenient location. Optum Orthopedics is your best choice for comprehensive orthopedic care, and they support our local athletes and our local sports. Remember, they're doctor-led, but they're patient-focused. The center is located at 210 Eastern Avenue right here in lovely Savannah, Georgia, or you can visit them on the World Wide Web at www.optumhealth. That's O-P-T-I-M, optumhealth.com. Next up, We'll talk a little Benedictine baseball, the 2014 Class A championship. We'll talk to the player of the year from the Savannah Morning News, or was selected by the Savannah Morning News, and that's Benedictine pitcher Chip Wiley. You're listening to the Call Demasi. Slow down, Coach. The Call Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optimal Peaks right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hillhead, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all powered by the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. 104.3 FM, WSCG, and remember, it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And we're at the Wellington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, and here's the skinny on my guest today who's joining us in studio on in the ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head AM 1400, 104.3 FM studio, which we got a new studio coming, and uh, he's only a sophomore, so I can bet you any amount of money he'll be back within the next two years. But, uh, I mean, it was very hard getting this guy to come on because of his uh, schedule and what was going on over there at Benedictine. They were only winning a state baseball title. So uh, when he's uh, part of the pitching staff uh, with three young guys and the coach counts on him and, uh, you know, Coach Farmer, you know, he loves bringing them on here. But, you know, when it comes that time of season, you got to keep the guys where they got to be. And uh, 
let me give you the skinny on it, okay? He's the Savannah Morning News, best of preps, baseball player of the year, only a sophomore. He batted 361. On the hill, he was 9-2. He's also a pitcher. 80 strikeouts and 72 innings. I mean, just an unbelievable season. Yeah, I mean, he was an all-region, uh, 2A first-team selection. He was a freshman and sophomore. He's a two-time All-Savannah Morning News first-team pick for baseball. Uh, like I said, 9-2, 1.44 ERA, 80 strikeouts in 72 innings. Uh, wound up hitting 361. I think uh, he'll probably correct me here. Probably, I think he had three home runs and two in a in two in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, great time to hit those two home runs. Okay, uh, I mean, just great. He's uh, he's playing chain baseball, chain water robins uh, on the 16 under team. Uh, good student. Uh, believe it or not, he's got to be a good student if he loves math because uh, math is one of those tough ones. So, uh, but uh, great job all around. He's joining us now in the ESPN Radio Studio, and that's this week's Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Benedictine sophomore. Well, I got to say he's a junior now. Pitcher Chipper Wiley. Chipper, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Hey, doing fine. It's Saturday morning. Talking local sports and. Talking with guys like you and uh, kids like you makes makes this job what it's all about. It's getting you guys the publicity that, you know, you, 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 more publicity. I mean, the guys on the TV stations, the guys in the news, newspapers do a great job, but just gives you a little more. And uh, I'm telling you right now, what a great season. What a great season. I mean, could you believe when you started this year that, you, you know, you win the state baseball title and then, and then you become the player of the year? I mean, you were the player of the year before you won the baseball title. But, I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now, baseball, Okay. Great sport. I love it. People say it's boring, but you know what? Hate hate to tell you, like Yogi Barry said, it's 80% physical, 40% mental. No, that, but Yogi Barry did say that. It's 90% mental, and, uh, you know, young kids, I mean, don't play the game enough. What, what what do you like, or when did you start playing baseball, and what do you like most about it? Started when I was, like, three, traveling with my brothers, and I like that intensity. What, what do you mean intensity? I mean, from getting like, on the hill and being in control of the game? Yes, sir, you just got to control the game. I mean, it's a challenge between you and the batter. Yes, sir. And usually the pitcher wins most of the time. Because remember, our, the best baseball players in the world only hit about 300, which is 3 out of 10. They get 3 hits out of 10 hits. So uh, it's really intense. Now, besides pitching, what other positions did you play? I played first, and I DH. And you DH. Well, what do you, what do you, what do you like most? Well, what do you feel is your best skill? Is it hitting? Is it pitching? Pitching. What, pitching? No doubt. What, what, makes, what makes pitching your best skill? I don't know. I just focus more on pitching, usually. Yeah, but I mean, it's a challenge when you come up to bat too. Yes, sir. It is. I mean, three home runs, two in two in, two in the playoffs. I mean, uh, you you, you got to have hitting's got to be up there. Yes, sir. It is. Now, let me ask you this question, okay? You said DH, okay? So you're hitting when you're not out in the field or playing first base. Yes, sir. How about when you're not playing at all? How do you feel about that then? Uh, still gotta get behind my team. <laughs> still gotta support the team, but you still like to be in there to bat, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> so, but. Uh, I mean, you had an unbelievable season, and, uh, you know, like any other sport, you know, you have to get ready for it. What was your routine to make you a better baseball player this year? Um, usually hitting in the cages and making making sure my arm is healthy for the season. Now, as far as hitting the cages, did that cage over there at uh, BC helps out a lot now? Yes, sir. Lights you guys can hit, hit whenever you want to hit and all that other stuff. I mean, how about the field being done over? How, you know, I mean, you played there the year before, the field being done over. What about the field? The field has been through a lot, and it's – changed throughout the two years i've been here it's, it's extremely one of the best fields in the area yes sir i mean big support over there bc brand new baseball field uh pat parker uh being a big proponent behind it so uh great job over there now you came into the season freshman year everybody knew who chip wiley was at the end of the year in the playoffs they all read about you uh you know hitting wise now coming into this year what was your personal goal 
not just the team goal, because we know the team goal, what you guys accomplished. What was your personal goal? To go there and pitch every game and win. And win. And 9-2 and, two and uh, uh, you know, great outings. Uh, but, you know, pitching is not just about one person, too, right? You have to have your team behind you. Yes, sir. Defense works. The defense does, does work. And the team goal, of course, was? Win State. Because the last year you got back and uh, you, you were right there and lost. And, uh, you know, what was the feeling now when uh, you guys had to beat Wesleyan to get to the championship? I mean, what, what was the atmosphere going on that day? We just knew it was going to be tough. It was going to be a tough game, and we had to play our hearts out. Well, you, you came away and you beat uh, one whole, what would you beat, three, three teams out of the same division, same region? Yes, sir. Pretty, pretty impressive, pretty impressive. Uh, now, uh, you know, of course, like I said, and you know, you know you're not going to strike everybody out. You have to have a team behind you. Who, who else had a great season in your mind for the Benedictine Cadets this year? Um, my middle infielders, Mike and Ben, ben Wright, and then my catcher, Shane Alvarino. Of course, had a good season, and Brad Stewart. Well, you know, they all say, everybody says, now, your dad will probably tell you this in your baseball, it all starts up the middle. It starts catcher, pitcher, second base, shortstop, and the center fielder. But, you know, the guys on the corners, too, have to help out a lot, too, right? Yes, sir. So, uh, I mean, they, they all had great season. And uh, tell me, uh, Shane, I watched this guy grow from a little kid to be a very, very uh, very good high school catcher. Tell us about Shane, what it means to have a good battery mate, have somebody behind the plate like Shane. Uh, he's, just a, he's just a wall back there, and he doesn't. He stops everything. It's <laughs> crazy. Now, do the coaches call the, call the game, or do they let you and Shane call the game? They usually call the game. You allowed to shake him off? Uh, not usually. Not usually? What happens when you do shake him off? You, you know, a little discussion know. when you get back in the dugout? Kind of scared of Coach Holland. <laughs> Scared of Coach Holland, who does a great job with that pitching staff over there. Now, you know, we know baseball, baseball, baseball. Do you participate in any other extracurricular activities outside of athletics over there at BC? Um, I do math club. Math club? Yes, sir. Now, how about ROTC? Um, I'm in that, too. And where, where, where do you rank? You got a high position, or you just one of the, one of the guys that just likes being a part of it? Well, I'm sergeant right now. So, so you're moving up the chain of command? Yes, sir. Yeah, everybody that comes in here that, you know, athletes uh, from Benedictine go, well, they have a choice. You have to do it your freshman year, right? But two years. You have to do it freshman, sophomore year, then you can yes, stay sir. in it. But it seems like they all stay in it because when they come in here and they're athletes of the week, they're the commanders. Or I, I, I don't know how the ranks go, but they're high up in the ranks. So he's working himself up there. Now, what was it like playing this season and, you know, the, the, the ultimate of winning the whole thing? What was it like this year? Were you guys – did you guys feel like you had a target on your back that everyone was gunning for you? Or you guys just go out there and play every game? Because I saw the first game, and you know you lost to South Effingham, so yeah, it was a slow start, but we had to pick it up and uh, play every game. Now, how about the championship uh, and that championship series? I mean, packed house every every game. Uh, what did we wait four hours for the game to start on that Saturday, uh, Monday, and uh, pretty pretty impressive. I mean, winning the whole thing. I mean, this is your first championship on yes, baseball. Sir. Yes, sir. How was it? How did it feel? Felt great. I was uh, amazed. A lot of hard work goes into it. Amazed. Uh, I mean, the uh, guys jumping all over each other on the field. Now, before that, which I think it was Wednesday or Thursday night, I forget when the the, the uh, banquet was. When you were uh, or you knew before you got there, when you were named the Savannah Morning News Best of Preps Baseball Player of the Year, well, how did you feel about that? Uh, made me feel good inside. Did you expect it? Um, kind of thought it a little bit, but. I mean, you're only a sophomore. Humble. I mean, you know, it's, it's pretty impressive because not many sophomores win that award. So pretty impressive. Uh, when Dennis Knight or uh, Donald Heath called you, what, what, was your, what was your family's reaction? Uh, they, were, they were happy to. Now, did you have to keep that low key for a couple of days until you got to the banquet? Yes, sir, I did. Tough to do? Very tough. <laughs> tough to do. So uh, I'm talking to Chippa Wiley, a sophomore. Well, 
He's graduated. He's a junior now over at BC. Uh, he's the pitch, uh, pitcher, uh, first baseman, part of that championship team. And if you missed the stats, he batted 361 at the plate, three home runs, two in the playoffs. Uh, on the mound, he was 9-2 with a 1.44 ERA, uh, 80 strikeouts and 72 innings. Great season by him and the cadets. And uh, he'll tell you it takes more than just him to win the whole thing, right? Yes, sir. All right. Now, here's your chance now. I don't know if he's listening. Tell us about this year's coaching staff for the last two years. You've had Coach Farmer for two years. Tell us about Coach Farmer and his coaching staff. Uh, he's changed everyone's like point of view on baseball and like how he hit and as a team and how you pitch. Yes, sir. So I mean, he, he, he what can I say? He stresses the fundamentals and he expects you guys to believe in it, right? Yes, sir. Little things matters. Little things matters, and he likes to do the little things. He likes to bunt a lot, doesn't he? Yes, sir. How do you like doing that? Um, well, <laughs> he doesn't let me bunt. He doesn't usually. let you bunt. Why? <laughs> I'm not sure. (laughs) We got to ask him. Okay. Well, uh, do you play in any other sports? No, sir. Okay. Any interest in playing college sports? Any dreams? uh, Any dream schools? Anything like that? Yes, sir. If I had anywhere to go, it'd be LSU. LSU. He wants to be a Tiger with Hunter Newman from uh, Calvary Day School, who uh, had to sit out this year. If you've been following college baseball and our local kids, Hunter Newman graduated from uh, Calvary Day School, full scholarship. Well, I don't know if he got a full scholarship because baseball scholarships are funny. I can talk to you about baseball, college baseball and pro baseball if you want to hear some good stories. But uh, he went over to LSU and he had a bone chip in his shoulder and he had to get surgery this year. But he's supposed to come back next year. Great kid. So LSU Tigers, okay? Uh, Now, as far as the two years at BC, I mean, playing baseball for the last two years, what does playing sports at BC mean to you? It means a lot. You got our our students behind us and everything. They're leaders, all the support we need. And cadet crazies mean a lot too, right? Yes, sir. So now, uh, you know, as far as Benedictine, the uh, the dedication, the discipline, the ROTC, uh, you've been there for two years. Is it what you expected, or you expected something else? No, sir. Exactly what I expected. The tradition and brotherhood there is amazing. I'm telling you, every time these kids come in from Benedictine, it's the brotherhood and the tradition. And I'm telling you right now. That he's only been there two years, but he probably bleeds gray, gray and maroon. So uh, now. You're only a sophomore. Are you going to be a junior? You're playing a lot of uh, traveling baseball. What do you hope to achieve in the future? Well, we're setting our goals just as high next year at BC. And then. But you're the defending champs. They're going to come after you. Yes, sir. They're, we got a target on our back. All right. Now, I know it's far away. Well, it seems far away, but it's going to go really quick. And I know your dad and mom are listening. It's going to go really quick. Besides, throw the baseball out. What do you, what do you want to do if, uh, you know, after baseball? Um, you got a career picked out? Any interest? I mean, you said math. I'm not really CPA, sure. I mean, uh, make some money there. So, <laughs> yes, But I'm Carl Damasi. You're listening to Carl Damasi Sportsport. We're at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week in studio right now. Benedictine junior pitcher, Chip Wiley, Savannah Morning News, baseball player of the year. Great job. And uh, as I say to all the, uh, all the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athletes of the Week, Dr. Bart Weatherington loves local sports. He's the sponsor of this segment. And uh, that's why this week, the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, I finally caught up to the guy. Uh, I've been trying to do this for about a month now, uh, is Chipper Wiley, uh, pitcher from Benedictine Baseball. Keep up the great work. And uh, like I said, we got two more years to hear about Chipper Wiley. And uh, he's in studio, so I'm going to paint the picture. He's about six foot two now. He's about 195 pounds. He still keeps on growing. We're going to hear a lot more about his baseball career uh, after, uh, after BC. So once again, Chipper, great job. Keep it up. Thanks Thank for you. coming in. We'll shake your hand. I know it's kind of we got everything in your way there. So, uh, but uh, it's I mean, if you have an athlete who's done something well, or you have an athlete that we don't know about, it doesn't have to be do, done something well. But you know, you, you want to get him some uh, PR. You want to let the community know about it. Just give me a call nine one two five zero seven nine one five eight five zero seven nine one five eight. 
uh, Facebook me, uh, email me at kdemasi at espncoastal.com. I mean, I want to get these kids on here, and they deserve it. They deserve the recognition because they've done something good or they're very good at what they do, and you never know where their future is going to take them. And uh, love to have them on the show. Love to talk to them. Just give me a call. And remember, this cannot happen without Dr. Bart Weatherington. Remember, if your back hurts, another body part hurts all the time, it makes you mad, the pain drives you crazy, you just want to pick something up and throw it across the room, if you can bend over and pick it up and do it, well, at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic, you get complete chiropractic care, pain relief to help you move better, have a less painful life, and, of course, achieve a healthy life. So visit Dr. Bart Weatherington at the Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic located at the corner of 70th Avenue and Waters right here in Savannah, Georgia. Next up, we're going to talk a little more baseball. The first half, 2014 South Atlantic League champions, the man that's running the show over there, the manager, Luis Rojas. You're listening to the Call of the Master Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head. AM 1400 and 104.3 FM WSEG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. <laughs> And welcome back to the Call of the Masi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio, Savannah Hillnet, AM 1400, 104.3 FM. Great interview. If you missed it, I'll have it podcasted. And I do have to send out a big shout out to our previous Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week winner. That was St. Vincent's track star, Taylor Deloach. I haven't got the podcast on up, but I will have it on this weekend. And you'll get to hear today's uh, Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Week, Benedictine sophomore pitcher Chip Wiley. Great interview, a lot of fun. Good kid, good athlete, great athlete, if you ask me. And uh, he's only a sophomore, so he's got two years to grow. We're going to hear a lot of good things about this young man. Well, you know, we only have one professional team here in Savannah, Georgia, and that's the Savannah Sandnats, uh, affiliate of the New York Mets. And uh, last year, winning the uh, 2013 South Atlantic title was very special here in Savannah, Georgia. A lot of people. Uh, Loved it. It was a memorable season for everybody. And, uh, you know, behind every good team, you have a good front office. John Katz is the president, but you have a field manager who has to keep these guys together. They have to gel together. And, you know, it's, it's his ninth season as, as a, a coach here in the uh, Mets organization. The third as uh, Savannah Sanats. He's back for the third year in a row. Does a great job with these young kids, whether they're from the Dominican or from the United States or from Venezuela. And, and uh, he's got to be pretty happy that he's already got – one half of the season clinched. They'll be in the playoffs again. He's joining us now on the ESPN Radio Savannah and Hilton Head AM 1400, 104.3 FM hotline. Is the manager, the coach of the Savannah Sandats, Luis Rojas. Good morning, Luis. Hey, good morning, guys. How you guys doing? Hey, you know, it's Saturday morning. We're talking local sports. And then what better way to talk to our only local professional baseball team, and that's the Savannah Sandhats. So, uh, once again, congratulations on another great first-half season. Yeah, thank you Luis very much. Air. I mean, it's, uh, uh, it's been a really good first half. Of, you know, we should have three uh, games to go to finish this half and then, you know, recharge the batteries, uh, the uh, break, all-star break that the guys are going to have, uh, you know, three days off, and uh, we kick off the uh, second half in Greenville. We're ready to go from scratch again. 
Luis, what, what, what's the difference between this year's team and last year's team? Is, is there much of a difference, or the guys have just been gelling again? And I know last year, after the first half, you uh, had some, uh, some of the ball players move on because that's their goal. They want to get to the next level. Uh, compare last year's team and this year's team so far. Well, yeah, I mean, it's uh, the, the, the teams are, are different. I mean, they're never going to be, uh, you know, the same. I, I think this year's team is a little bit faster. Uh, the pitching is being equally, you know, result-wise. But last team, uh, last year's uh, uh, pitching staff, uh, they, they, you know, they threw more strikes. They pitched more to contact. But this year's uh, uh, pitching staff, you know, puts more hitters away. They've been striking out more guys. They get more movement, and uh, that's where uh, you know our, the core of our team has been in the pitching. So both of the years, you know, the pitching have been the core of the team. And you know, offensively, like I said, you know, this team is a little faster than the team last year. But I thought we uh, offensively were a little better in the first half last year than we are uh, uh, this year. We're, it's not that we're bad. It's just they, they, they just you know we have uh, better guys. You know, in the uh, in the middle of the order. Uh, that were better power hitters. I mean, this year, at the beginning of the year, we lost our cleanup hitter, and uh, there's been guys filling up for that position, and LJ Masilla has been doing the job for the last month, month and a half. And, you know, there's two different teams. This team is uh, a little bit faster. Uh, the, the the pitching staff has got a little bit more movement, you know, can put more batters away, and, you know, it's a, all, that mix is what, you know, giving us the success in the first half. Now, you've been a manager here for the last three years, and uh, you took talking about the pitching, and it seems like the pitching to, to the lay guy or the, the, uh, the guy that doesn't know much about the baseball, but, you know, or the, the fan that's out in the stands, the pitching, staffs, the pitching staff both years has been pretty impressive. I mean, to tell me how much you rely on your pitching coach. Like last year you had the, 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 the big guy, Frank Viola, and now you got uh, Mark Valdez, both, uh, both major league pitches. How much does that help the young pitchers play this game of baseball? Oh, it helps so much. I mean, I've been – I've been around both uh, both guys. Uh, you know, of course, I worked with Frank for two straight years uh, here in Savannah. I mean, and 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 just you know, his level of pitching is very high, like you said. And you know, he's a guy that has a ton of experience, and he transmits all the uh, confidence to his uh, young arms. You know, good arms. And I also want to give credit to you know our scouting department. Just you know, we we keep getting a lot of good arms, a lot of guys with good stuff. And it makes it a lot easier for us as coaches, you know, just to work with them. And, you know, that Frank, Frank's, uh, 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 you know, uh, expertise, you know, helped the, uh, staff the last few years and they had great years. And this year, you know, we're talking about Mark Valdez. He's a guy that's been in this league before. He's been a double A pitching coach. You know, it's his repertoire of coaching, of coaching is very high as well. You know, he's done a tremendous job with this, uh, uh, pitching staff. And, you know, it's a guy that works, uh, on a daily basis. He does a lot of one-on-one stuff, and you know the results are there. Uh, we're, we're not we're not done yet. You know we're only halfway through the uh, entire season, but as you see, you know it's paying off with uh, the job that he's putting on the field. Now you said you won the first half last year. You lost some key players. Uh, they moved up. They went to uh, Port St. Lucie. Uh, you, do we foresee that coming this year, or you think you'll stay a little more intact this year? We uh, uh, right now we don't know. Uh, you know it's. Uh, it's a little different, probably than than you know the last few years, because the 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 group that's been moving up right now, you know, those, some of those guys are in Double A. Even two of those guys are in the big leagues right now, guys that were here two years ago. But uh, some of that group from two years ago, they're they're in Double A. The guys from last year, most of them are in High A. Uh, so this group right now, I mean, I don't I don't know if there's going to be that uh, many uh, moves. 
as we had, you know, for the last few years. So, I mean, we just, you know, uh, uh, it's nothing that I've heard of guys going up uh, yet. You know, we just, right now we're focusing this season in the South Atlantic League and, you know, just to finish strong. Well, you being a former Major League Baseball player and uh, you, you coach these young guys, how is it, I mean, tell me what the relationship is now that you're coaching Lee Mazzilli, who was a big, big ball player up there in New York City, and you got his son LJ playing. How, how does that work? I mean, did he listen to you? I mean, does he feel like he's already, you know, there because of his dad uh, and his dad's, dad is a, uh, was a manager uh, of a baseball team? How does it work out with, with a uh, previous baseball player's son? Well, it's, I mean, uh, LJ's a really good player. I mean, he's a guy that, uh, every day he, he wants to talk about, you know, how he's performing, how he's doing. He wants to learn. He's open to, you know, keep growing, uh, you know, and his, uh, baseball tools. And, you know, he really goes about his business. I mean, from the pregame to the game, he's a guy that's really, you know, always watching, seeing what's going on and trying to have a feel of getting better. Um, you know, he's easy to coach. He's, he's very coachable. Uh, and I, I believe, you know, that, that comes from his, uh, father, you know, the, the, you know, everything that he taught him, you know, about baseball and then being in a clubhouse, in a big league clubhouse, uh, many times, I think that helped him, you know, it's kind of like to, you know, be ready on a daily basis just to keep getting better. Even if you get to the big level, there's so, there's so many things, you know, to learn still. And I think he's got a, a good feel of that. And, uh, you know, guy that with a, with a baseball blood, um, you know, there's, there's stuff like that that's going to happen. You are eventually going to have a really good orientation about, you know, how you're going to develop in this game. And I had a chance to talk to, uh, Lee Mazzilli, uh, LJ's dad. And, you know, he's just a great baseball mind. It's, you know, it's really fun to talk to all the situations and all the, uh, experience that he has in, the, in this game. There's just a lot you can learn in a, in a little time. You just in a five or ten minute conversation with him. Um, you know, we, we sat down and talked a, a few times, you know, I, because I, I I feel a lot for him, you know. I I come from a baseball family as well, and uh, oh, you sure do. And, uh, I I I always tell him, you know, don't don't try to do much. Don't try to, you know, uh, um, think that that uh, you have a responsibility to put something out there. You know, just go ahead and be LJ Mazzilli every day, and you're a great player, and everything's going to take care of itself. And you know that's what he's doing right now. He's having a really good year. He's going to the All Star game, by the way. You know, and he starts nice. it. Rojas just said he's from a baseball family. If you know anything about baseball like I am, I'm an old-timer here, the old guy. Uh, back in the day, uh, the Alou brothers, the Alou family. And uh, you got some good uh, good blood in your uh, your genes there too, uh, Luis. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'm, you know, uh, uh, well, my dad has been my mentor. And my brother, I've been learning from him so much in the last couple of years as well. Uh, Moises, after he retired from his uh, baseball career, he's been doing some general manager, uh, you know, job in the Dominican and also for the, uh, World Baseball, uh, classic for that Dominican team that won it all in that, uh, last WBC. And, right. and he's doing the GM job for a winter ball team in the Dominican that I worked for actually. So we've been working closely for the last couple of years and, you know, I also been picking up stuff from him from his experience in the big leagues. Well, Luis, you're doing a great job. And the last question, we've got about a minute, minute and a half to go here. Besides coaching a major league ball player's son and being part of that major league system like you are with your family, now you got a local guy, a Savannian guy, a kid that grew up here, moved, but came back, Jonathan Gant. Tell us how it's been working out with the local guy, John Gant. John Gant is doing great. I mean, actually, right now, uh, he's, uh, I think he's, he's going to the All-Star game. He, uh, 
he's going to fill in for one of those spots, you know, that, that opens at the end, just getting close to it. Nice. I mean, he's sitting right now leading the league in ERA and seven wins at the half. That's, that's pretty impressive, you know. And uh, it's, it's just every start. He's getting better and better, more effective. He's getting more swing and misses out of his uh, changeup. Uh, very confident on the mound, good demeanor. I mean, the kid right now is being pretty consistent with uh, with it, the way he's handling himself on the mound. So, you know, we're, we're all very proud of him. And, and you know, just his hard work, his ethic uh, on the field is, is paying off as well. Well, Luis, uh, you're doing a great job. Uh, this is your third season here in Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, I can tell you right now, loves what you're doing. You're putting a great product on the field. Semifinals your first year. You just missed it the second year. And last year, bringing home the uh, championship. Keep it up. And I look uh, look forward to talking to you in the second half. And uh, I know you, you, you're getting the job there. You're getting the job done. Great job, Luis. Thank you very much. I'm you know, glad to uh, talk to you guys again. And I'm looking forward to talk to you guys uh, pretty soon. Good luck with the doubleheader. Have fun at the All-Star Game. And go Nats. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Goodbye. Have a good one. Luis Rojas, the Savannah Sand Nats manager. I'm telling you right now, we hear about all these young kids moving up, but I'm telling you right now, you're going to see Luis Rojas move up in the manager, manager, managerial ranks. Uh, he, I mean, three years. I mean, just a great job here in Savannah, Georgia. He's got a title under his belt. They're always in contention. He knows how to manage a baseball team. Well, we got to wrap this show up. we got one more segment to go. It's going to be a little short. We're going to be bring back my man, PJ Zuko. We're going to wrap it up. And uh, like I say every, at the end of every segment, you're listening to the Call of Demasi Sports Report brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio. Savannah and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, and it's all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. And now, back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head, AM 1400 and FM 104.3. And welcome back to the Carl DeMasi Sports Report, brought to you by Optum Orthopedics right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. A- and Hilton Head, AM 1400, 104.3 FM, WSCG, all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Wow, the show always flies by, and uh, it's always a lot of fun. Uh, Got to thank my guest early, the sports director and promotion director from uh, – sorry, the director of sport. <laughs> Step back, Coach PJ. I got to slow down here. The director of sales and promotions from Oglethorpe Speedway, Randall Jenkins. Remember, every Friday night out in Pooler on Highway 80, east of 95, I-95, you can watch some great, great car racing, and it's back to its fundamental stage, Basics, and it's on a dirt track. It's been here for 63 63 years, the Oglethorpe Speedway. The third annual JCBB Mud Run coordinated. Meg Albertson, remember, they have a new new event. You can uh, ride the five-mile dirt trail. Uh, so uh, get involved in that. That's next week, June 21st, the JCB Mud, Mud Run. You can register up till Thursday, the 19th. So get, get, get online in uh, JCB Mud Run and uh, register. And then, of course, second, part, second hour to show the uh, Weatherington Chiropractic Clinic Athlete of the Month, Athlete of the Week, Benedictine sophomore pitcher Chipper Wiley. Uh, great job, the Savannah Morning News, best of preps baseball player of the year. And, of course, great interview with the man himself, the man that's keeping the Sanats where they're at, the manager, 
Luis Rojas. So, and he does come from a big time baseball family, the Alou brothers. Okay. And, you know, his brother is Moses, Moises Alou. So, uh, pretty exciting. I didn't even know that. So, uh, Luis Rojas, always a great interview, great guy, and I've met him personally a couple times. He'll talk to you all day long. Uh, loves the game of baseball, loves the fans, loves his players. And uh, PJ, it's national now. It's worldwide. We're talking the World Cup. Quickly, buddy. I mean, a lot of Americans are crazy about it. Tell us about World Cup. Oh, man, there's so much to talk about with the World Cup. I love the just the passion and the energy that it brings. And for once, uh, not for once, but finally a sport that everyone can get involved in, and it's country versus country for all the pride on the line. Obviously, you have a lot of storylines in Brazil involving soccer. Obviously, you have a lot of uh, non-sports-related storylines there as well. Uh, but we want to stick to the soccer ones today and uh, I can't wait to see the game that's coming up later today at six o'clock on ESPN of course you know I know Italy versus England can't wait to see how Mario Bellatelli and Pirlo go against England and Wayne Rooney all the star power that they have on their squad as well that's the one I'm looking forward to today also a good one to watch out for late tonight is Ivory Coast and Japan Didier Drogba playing for Ivory Coast and Yaya Torre, two very good players. Um, so a couple games to watch there. Uh, for me, I can't wait for the Italian uh, contingent against England. And then, of course, on Monday, the number one team to me in the World Cup, I, even though we love Italy, we love being Italian, we're from the United States of America and can't wait to see how USA does against Ghana. I mean, I, I've been waiting forever for this game. I mean, I, I just follow the United States. And, you know, I'm glad you let, let me know that, that our paisans, our goombas are taking on the uh, Brits from across the pond. I mean, uh, I, I mean I've been waiting all – and I'll watch it. I mean, when, it, when World Cup comes on and the United States is playing – and it could be the ladies too. I watch it. And, you know, I'm a big football, baseball fan. But it's pretty exciting that the whole world gets into this tournament. Yeah, exactly. Just the passion. I, I was explaining it to someone uh, the other day and. In in America, we're very passionate. Most people are very passionate about football. Some people are very, very passionate about baseball and, and basketball as well. But you take that passion, and I'm not degrading our passion for sports at all, but you take that passion and you times it by 10 in other countries. That's their passion for soccer. There's some countries that literally all they have is soccer, and that's all – that that's how you look to uh, advance your life and uh, get out of where you are, and the only way to do that in some countries is soccer. So the passion level is at an all-time high, and that's the main reason why I love watching it and can't wait for all these amazing games and all the passion that you're going to see while these games are being played. It's the number one sport in the world, and you can't you can't beat it. I mean, everybody's involved in it. And uh, PJ, as always, great job. I'll talk to you next weekend, buddy. Thank you, definitely. Talk to you then, and uh, we won't take three weeks off this time. No, we won't. Remember, every week right here on e Weekend, every Saturday morning on ESPN Radio, AM 104.3 FM, you can listen to Call Demasi Sports Report, your source for local area sports. Once again, enjoy the weekend, and whatever, whatever you may be doing, always, always hit it out of the park. And until next weekend, until next weekend, always have a great week. And to all the fathers out there, like me, have a great Father's Day tomorrow. Once again, I'm out. Paul Demasi Sports Report, all part of the Southern Pigskin Radio Network. Sponsored by Optum Orthopedics on ESPN Radio Savannah Hilton Head.